Oh, what's up, guys? Today, we're talking about the three types of buyers and the three phases they go through. And if you guys master this, then you guys can convert anybody. My name is Mason Vrains. I'm in a movement of underground entrepreneurs that see and do things differently. We refuse to follow the status quo, refuse to follow the normal route, and we craft our world into our vision. While no one quite understands us and may even laugh at us, we excuse their ignorance and continue to make their world a better place. Because we don't start with massive budgets and safety nets, we get to do things the right way, the 1% way. But how do we stay profitable from the very beginning and eventually create an empire? While the system and the college textbooks and people with high level degrees are against us, we fight back and eventually employ those kinds of people. We are 1%ers and this is our journey. So what are the three buyer phases? Let me start off with a little story about my friends who did door to door sales and also my mentor, Steven, they both all did this. And there's two types of results someone can get. Either they were exceptionally good at it or they were awful and they saw a huge decrease in sales. So my mentor, Steven Larson, <coughs> we'll start with him. He, when he first started doing door-to-door sales about six years ago, to uh, start off, like he was killing it at first. He did went through all the trainings and he didn't really know much about the product, but he knew how to sell it. And so he just started selling it crazy door-to-door. He'd get like three or four people to close every single day. It was insane. And... As he did that, he's like, okay, I want to think of different ways that, that I can make my sales even better. And so he, what he did is he started geeking out on the product. So he was selling pest control. And so he, he's, when he went in-depth, would open books, open trainings, like YouTube videos, everything he could find, and just learn everything about this pest control he, that he could find out so that he can therefore um, take that and close more people by just like just knowing absolutely everything that can possibly know about pest control. And so with this newly acquired knowledge, he went out onto the street, started knocking again, door to door sales, and his sales went from three to four sales a week, or sorry, three to four sales a day to three to four sales a week. So it drastically dropped. Like he was selling a seventh as much as he was before, and he was just doing really, really bad. And he was so confused why. Like he knew so much more about the product now and all these things, but yet when he was going door to door, he couldn't sell anybody. And his trainers and his managers or whatever came up to him and and they just like gave him a quick little lesson about like what he was doing wrong and if you guys know who dan henry is uh like he had to go through the same process but what steven was doing wrong is he geeked out so much on the product that when he went up to the people to, to sell them um he was no longer selling it how he should he was he was just like oh, you guys need to buy this because it has all these monophosphates or something, like whatever, inside of this, and that will kill every type of bug. You got spiders, you got termites, blah, blah, blah. And he just threw up on the customer. Like when he knocked on the door, he just barfed all this crap on them. And it was just scary. And so you guys got to think about how the brain works. And then if you guys, I highly recommend a book that I've read several times. I love it. It's called Pitch Anything by Oren Claff. He's It's an amazing book. And the reason why I say that is because it talks about how the brain works. And if you lead the conversation with all of this logical stuff, people think that the brain and how it works, that people think that people buy with their with logic. They think they buy at the neocortex, like the highest level in their brain. But the fact of the matter is, that's the last step. That's the smallest part of the buying process. That's what makes the like the final decision. But people think they buy like you think you do your decisions logically, but truth is, like you buy purely off of emotion. And so the first phase and what you're actually talking to the customer when you first reach them is through the croc brain. That is like the oldest brain. It's the first brain that, that you're, so you have three brains. You have the croc brain, you have the mammalian brain, and you have the uh, 
neocortex, which is like the human brain. And so the um, croc brain is the first brain that develops. So it's the first brain that you have to pass through to even sell anybody. If you guys read the book, like the first quarter of it talks all about this stuff. But taking that information, if you go up to the customer like Steven did and just start barfing all this logical information, like all these techno, techno stuff on the person, um, it immediately alarms the brain to go run and hide because like it's it's it, like it sets off all the alarms in the brain why because the way that the croc brain operates it does not want to hear facts and logic it doesn't think that way it does not think logically it doesn't care it's all there it's the only reason for it and the only purpose for it is to protect you and keep you alive and so all this like foreign information is being spit on you is like first you knock on the door and like the the, the croc brain perks up because it's like okay who's at this door are they trying to kill me are they trying to hurt me like who is this person and so now, like, they already open the door kind of suspect of you. If you start barfing all this information that the, that the croc brain perceives as boring or irrelevant because they don't understand it, they don't care, then it just sets those alarms off and the person will find any way possible to get out of that situation. But if you want to talk to the croc brain and how you should and how Stephen was doing before, like, following the process, before he geeked on the product, because as you guys probably know, like, the product doesn't sell. The product doesn't matter. You can... You can sell someone without even a product. The whole thing, the only thing that matters is, is the message. Like, why should the person care? What's, how is their life going to change? And then the product just delivers on that message. And so, to real way to lead with it, and the reason why Russell Brunson sells this way, Stephen Larson, how I sell, it's you have to lead with emotion. And how do you do that? The best way is through storytelling. And so, stories, like the biggest thing like, with the crock brain, you can't be boring. So, if you start spitting all this information that's technical on the person, that's so boring to the person. Instead, you got to shift it. You got to go towards the emotional aspect. You'd be like, like a lot of people open door doors saying something along the lines of, hey, we just got all your, your neighbors. Like they kind of tell them a neat story about how they spent with all the neighbors and they sold about this price. You know, if you guys want to act now real quick, we can give it to you guys for half price. Uh, whether it's true or not, like immediately like, that is not boring. They're, they're perked and interesting. And you start, you, you tell them a story, you sell them on the story of why their life will change with the pest control kind of thing versus all the facts. Like people don't care about the facts. You you say like, you'll keep your kids safe. All these bacteria are gone. Uh, the pest will eat all your food. Like you, you just like tell the story kind of of the thing itself. And so that's the first stage. You got you to gotta compel the person very emotionally. And once you do that, so like the, the three phases, I talked about how I'm going to talk about the three phases. So the first phase is motion. And that's like, like if, if you guys do webinars, like a 90-minute webinar, the first hour and hour, 15 minutes, like that whole section, like the first 60 to 75 minutes is purely and only emotional stories. Like it's all stories. Why? Because that's how the brain works. It wants emotion at first. And once you break down all those false beliefs the person has, all the objections that people have for buying with all these stories that emotionally just completely change the way they view the world, then you can come in at the end with logic to close them because at the end, really, all they're trying to do is sell themselves on buying it. Like they're already sold on the thing. They already know if they're going to buy the thing or not within like the first five minutes of hearing about it. But the whole point, like the story sells them on it and makes them sell themselves on it. And then the logical reasons at the end, uh, that's the second phase. So it's emotion, then logic. And then the last phase is scarcity. And that's how people think. And so um, after all the emotional, like a lot, most people, a majority of the people will be sold after the emotional like, part. But a lot of people need that little logical push over the edge so they can justify it to themselves logically. Like they're sold emotionally. They want to buy it. They are going to buy it. But then they need the logical justification so that when their friends and family ask, like, why'd you buy this? They can justify it. They can justify it and talk to themselves about it and sell themselves completely on it, which is where you bring in the logical like stuff. Like, like okay, here's some of the features it has. Um, then you, you have some of the closes, like, you know, that kind of stuff. And then you end up 
if you're like online marketing, you always finish with scarcity and stuff like that. I'm, like some takeaways. If you guys don't act now, you guys will lose out on all this stuff, which is like crap. It's a, one of the cognitive biases, like the fear of loss. And so then they have to like, that's like, so most people will be sold by the emotional stage. Then a huge other chunk will be sold by the logical stage. And then those who just have trouble making decisions will be closed with the scarcity stage. And that's the three phases. So you got to move through the phases. You always have to enter in and lead with emotion. So if you guys look at my sales pages, how I write them, how Steven Larson writes them, how Russell Brunson writes them, we always lead like what's like, we always try to speak to them like in their language in the first with a hook. And then the first part of the sales letter or whatever in the ad. So it's all designed to kind of emotionally compel them so that they feel like, wow, this person gets me. You know, you guys, you guys get what I'm saying. And so like, for instance, I wrote a sales letter for this muscle oil that helps your muscles a while back. And we led with the problem of like, you, so you used to be fit, but now you're overweight. You've been trying to get fit for years and, but yeah, you're still overweight. Like, why is that? And so that's like speaking to the person, like a lot of people share that same common interest in that same common problem of just being overweight in general. And so you kind of speak to them like, and figure out everything about that and, like that's not logical at all. That's very emotional, and that will that will get someone's heart beating faster. It'll get them like their emotions and their body flowing, and they're like immediately sucked into it because they're like, "Wow, this person might have the answer to my problems." And then I sell them at the end the muscle roller that helps your muscles burn fat and gain muscle quickly. Like, like the product's great. Like I could have sold, I could use the same exact story, the same exact selling points, and sold protein powder at the end. I could have sold water at the end. I could have sold anything that helps your body be healthier, but it's all about the sales message itself does that make sense so the, the product doesn't matter it's a sales message i kind of tied two things in this I, t- I tied about the sales message and i tied about the three buying phases so at the end of my at the end of my sales letter i always have like here's my 30-day guarantee which is a logical reason to buy and it's a justification and i'll have like um just like those kind of things i'll have like the product itself so they can logically see what it is um i'll have some closes like some if then closes and all this stuff so that they can logically justify to themselves and then scarcity usually if it's necessary, which is, it's always a good idea to throw something in there. And you can even make it really like, a lot of people do it unethically where they fake it, but you can make scarcity really ethical and, and reasonable. For instance, um, usually I put a timer or something that says, if you order within the next 10 minutes or something like that, then you'll guarantee your pr- your premium shipping for free. And so, like, it's not necessary, it's not lying at all. Like, if you order within the 10 minute window, you'll get free premium shipping guaranteed. And if they don't order, like, will they still get it? Probably, but it's just not guaranteed. You know what I'm saying? So it's ethical way of going around it. But there's, you can figure out ways to make it ethical, if that makes sense. And so don't be one of the people that lie to your customers because then they'll never forget. And I hope you guys got huge lessons. Just a little final recap. And once Steven, like, back to the story of him door to door, like, once he realized that, then he started selling back to emotional at first. His sales, now he understood the process. He understood why I was working at first. And one of the scariest things, you guys, is to make success, make money online, make, have something be successful and not know why. That's scary. Does that make sense? And so, like before, Steven was successful, but he didn't, he didn't know why, which is why he, he janked the whole thing up. But if you know why you're successful, then if you jank it up, you know exactly why because you're like, oh, I was successful because of this before, and then you switch it back. But he didn't know until he learned. And then he went back. Now he knew why the emotion was so important, so he was able to hit that even harder. And then he boosted, I think, like five, six, seven sales a day. Like He increased a lot. And so... That's the whole, that's the entire process, you guys. You always have to lead with emotion. Get them emotion. The whole, like most of it, like 75% to 90% of it, like whatever, is emotional. You gotta get the person so emotionally invested in the thing and then 
logical is the second phase and then scarcity is the last phase same thing with traffic if you guys are running facebook ads and stuff the whole first wave of your ads is always emotional like always and then when they land on your page and they leave like you have that pixel data and so you can retarget them with facebook ads or youtube ads or google ads whatever you guys want to do and you can retarget them and usually i do one more wave of facebook of emotional ads like this is what russell brunson does he talked about this ad is traffic secrets event but then after that like the second phase is always logical so a lot of the emotional buyers that like majority of their sales already happened but you're able to clean up a lot of extra sales just for a the people that haven't taken action yet for whatever reason and b for the the people that need those logical reasons which is less of less than the emotional people but still a huge chunk of the people and then after that after you do logical retargeting ads then the people that still haven't bought you can retarget those people with scarcity closes and scarcity phase because those are people just can't really sell themselves on anything you know and so now they have to act because they're scared of losing it all and so this is this is the framework you guys for your sales process for for how you guys write your messaging how you guys do everything how you guys sell like this is the message this is the way to do it is you have to enter you have to, the framework first off emotional which is like if you look at a webinar pitch the whole first the one thing in the three secrets if you guys know it very well or if you don't it's fine uh, if you guys go to perfectwebinarsecrets.com russell sells a free plus shipping on it it's made people more money than almost anything else on the internet it's insane i've sold thousands of dollars with the same script and so really like the almost 90 percent of it's just stories and emotional stuff and then you introduce the product you have the stack make an amazing offer then have after the offer which is still kind of emotional because you have each piece of the offer that you, that you guys have, there should be a story of why that's in there. Like you don't say here, um, like I'm selling like with Russell's product, like he sells, he sells click funnels and then he has a software on top of that called funnel scripts. And he doesn't say, and you guys get funnel scripts for free. And then he doesn't move on. He tells a story of why funnel scripts is amazing because a uh, story raises value. That makes sense. Or context. If you guys have the context and the story of the thing, then it makes it look more valuable. Like Steven always uses this example of this American flag he has. If he just tried to sell you an American flag, then that alone is like you can buy it for 10 bucks off of, you know, eBay or whatever. But the story, like he said, like this flag, he was used to be in the army and this flag, the president flew above the White House or something for a whole day to honor him. Like just that little context and that story behind it. Like now that flag is not a $10 flag. Like it's easily $200 plus if you're someone that's never even met him before. If you're actually trying to buy it, he probably wouldn't sell for anything, you know? So it's super valuable that way. If funnel scripts, he goes through the whole story of how he used to take him hours a day just thinking of one headline and he didn't know if it was going to work or not, if it was even proven. And then he'd hire a copywriter to write a sales letter for $15,000 and he'd have four sales letters written because he didn't know which one was going to work. And so he already was like, 60k in the hole before he even started running traffic to this funnel and then he started running traffic to the funnel just praying to convert and so it's funnel scripts the proven frameworks of copy to make it make sure it works and so if you guys go to funnelscripts.com you guys can watch the webinar on that which you'll see the whole part of it. it's like emotional then at the end it's logical and, and scarcity like it follows the same exact framework and that's what sells but like he told that story of how like copy is the biggest robot for people and it and just by telling that story automatically all this values goes through the roof with it does that make sense and so just think about how you guys can add stories in into your process to make it more emotional and make things seem more valuable because first off the emotional stuff is what sells and second off the story and the context is what makes value go through the roof like with the flag it went from a ten dollar flag to thousands and beyond so keep that in mind you guys keep this process emotional logical scarcity um if you guys can rate and subscribe to this channel that'd be amazing so we can keep getting up in the rankings 
And as well, I um, would appreciate if you guys follow me on all social medias, especially Instagram, at Mason Vrains. Uh, I just post, you know, some personal stuff there. Not, not too much business stuff, but I do launch stuff on there as well and give you guys free content. And so thank you guys, and I will see you guys in the next episode. My name is Mason Varians. This is the 1% Your Secret Show, and thank you so much for listening. If you guys can rate, subscribe, and share this channel, that'll help us a lot in growing. And also follow me on all social medias at Mason Varians, M A S O N V R A N E S. Uh, we're starting a new movement here, guys, and you guys are part of it. And I'll catch you guys on the next episode.